0: Welcome
1: to the Loyal Locals Podcast My name is Jerry Jimenez I'm back just for a little while So excited to be hanging out with you guys today for episode 59 of the Loyal Locals Podcast Uh, It feels good to do that guys Alright, I'm just going to give it right back on to you guys Drew, Steve, what's up guys?
2: Uh,
0: uh, as much as as much as drew and i uh more drew than me have, have kept the torch up um <laughs> it's there's nothing like jerry doing that intro
1: so Ah, thanks i feel yeah, so special yeah. you guys no it's good to be back i'm so freaking excited to get into this we're gonna be talking about the good the bad and the really really good of this season <laughs> 2021 no ugly because we're all beautiful yeah everybody here is beautiful um no, I'm, I, I kind of want to let you guys, like, lead the charge, man, but we can't, I, I, can I do the, can I do our, you know, original thing that we always did back in the day? You know, it feels like so long. Yeah, can, can, we, can we, can we talk about drinking? <laughs> it's my favorite thing.
2: I you are going to ask us what song this is. Like, like <laughs> I,
1: I hope by now you know what song this is.
2: <laughs> yeah. My town. Buckle nine. Buckle 109. <laughs> <laughs> It was good. That was so good. There was a so pregnant sad. pause. <laughs> that
1: I know it was a little too long. I didn't like that at all. I thought, oh gosh, here we go. This is not. This is not going to be good. <laughs> oh, so funny. Man, uh, it feels good oh, to be yeah. back. Obviously, like I said, uh, but we can't get this started without uh, Steve. We got to take a shot, sir.
0: It's our tradition. It's it's going all the way back. We started this podcast, and I think through like the first twenty episodes, we always took a shot, yeah. and then uh, life caught up, and that 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 happened every few. But it, this this episode tonight, we're going to be recapping the entire season. Uh, we're going to go through the season in chunks, and then we'll do some favorite moments, some highlights, that kind of stuff. Uh, but in in the old tradition of the Loyal Locals podcast, here's a shot to a cheers to you three and everybody listening, and everybody who's a locals member and a part of this community. Cheers.
2: Cheers! Oh, what kind of shot do you got? This tequila. Yeah, I did
1: tequila. I did a white. Oh,
2: I did gin. That was the wrong choice. Gin.
1: (laughs) You fancy?
2: (laughs) It was what was in my freezer.
1: Oh (laughs) my goodness! This is uh, this could either go really really well or really really bad. (laughs) Cheers, you guys. Along with that. Ah oh, yeah. Oh, I got it in my eye. Ow. <laughs> oh.
0: my, second, my second beer, I'm drinking a Gulch, by 3Pokales. Nice. And the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Shots to you guys.
2: Shots nice. to you. Darren moved away from me to not give it to me. That's what I heard. That what happened? I heard they had a four-pack, but he moved away.
0: Hmm.
2: He moved to IB to get away from me. Wow, what a journey! I'm drinking a Stone Fear Movie Lion's. FML. Yes, and I like the last Jerry. What are you drinking?
1: That's a <laughs> solid beer, man. Uh, Society, people, keeping it. Uh, you know, keeping it a solid Classy. standard classic IPA, San Diego IPA. I love this beer. Solid beer. Cheers, everybody solid, that's solid listening. C- uh, obviously, go on the comments. Let us know what you're drinking. I want to know. Give uh. it. Give it up. Oh
2: man! But you're drinking a high, high Jerry. <laughs>
1: it's not. It's like a high C, but it's yeah, <laughs> <know>. way different. <laughs> nice, nice, nice try there, Jerry. Nice try. <laughs> um, way more happy. No, this is when we,
0: This is when we usually talk about club news, kind of what's happening. But Jerry, uh, you have a note here that there's no club news.
2: It's you the first the time. Playoffs. I know. Like every podcast, right. at least like, like somebody okay, no. gets released or there's a game. But yeah. <laughs> First time. Yeah, no news.
0: This is this is just us, no news. Um, except for maybe uh, you know that, that loyal vote, Guido coming back oh yeah. You know, something like that. That's that's that's, that's some, some loyal news we're gonna cling on to and, and, and start the podcast with.
2: Yeah. We went went through players who might be coming back last week. He's one to add to the list along with a mustache, I guess. Yeah. And speaking of last week,
0: um, I was in Idaho for a wedding. So shouts to um, those who filled in, uh, Nick and Paul and Tom Blake, I, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. That was, it was, uh, um, I, I did tune in for a little bit um, and then I had wow, to out. But um, <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for filling in. Uh, couldn't make it. So here we go this week.
1: Yeah, no, you yeah, guys did a great guys. job. I was watching it. Uh, the four of you were amazing. So good job. That was really good. Um, and so, hey, wait a minute, though. You're talking about Guido coming wait. back. Are we assuming that because of that uh, poll he's coming back? Because it's not official, well, official, right? I, that's a question.
0: I, I saw that tweet, and I was like, are they, are they telling us something without telling us something? Because I know it's not official, like you said. Like, the only official player that I know of that's coming back is Jack Blake. He's under contract for two more seasons. But mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, it's it was kind of like a should I read into this or is this just a lighthearted tweet? I'm really not sure. It's yeah. kind of an interesting uh, what how do you kind of how do you guys take that?
2: Well, Darren uh with Landon last week had an interview. Landon listed about 9 players who were coming mm-hmm. back. So it seems like a decent core, but Guido wasn't one of those players. So that's what's kind of interesting.
0: Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. It's, and it is interesting that Landon would kind of come out and say that, but maybe yeah. maybe it is official and they just haven't announced it yet. And maybe. you know he's 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 under the assumption that you know he could talk about it because it's
2: if, if contracts are signed that he could talk about it. But that's what um, it sounded I like with those that. players. That but Guido, cool. he said there was a few they were working out very close. They weren't quite there. He almost said the name like Landed does, mm-hmm. where he's like, ah, I can't, yeah. <laughs> and then he didn't say any. But that that might be one.
0: And I think, I think we'll get into that uh, later from some Discord questions. I know Naku asked uh, who are the key players to come back next season. So I think we'll leave that for the Discord um, uh, section of this. But um, I think we should just jump right into it. Jerry, anything else to say before we kind of get into, you know, back in April when we kind of kick things off?
1: No, we have a lot to cover. So I say we just get we into do. it, man. Let's go.
0: Let's go. All right. So we're going to, like I kind of mentioned in the beginning, we're going to kind of run through the season Uh, In sections, we're not going to go game by game. Uh, We talked about this. Jerry, me, and Drew talked about this earlier today. Like, that would be a five-hour podcast if we go game by game and, you know, highlight by highlight. Uh, So we're going to go in sections. Uh, The first four games, obviously the first four losses, the next nine, that was our big unbeaten run. Um, The next seven, again, kind of a rough streak. And then we bounce back again uh, the next eight games. Then the last four, uh, kind of a collapse. Um, So I'll kind of kick things off with that first subsection uh, first game at Phoenix, uh, April 30th, uh, just incredibly exciting. I actually got to go to that game. I was working in Phoenix a lot, uh, early this year and I happened to kind of be in town. It just, it just did work out. Um, it was awesome to be there. It was awesome to see the team. It was awesome to support the boys, but obviously, um, everybody who's watching this week got our ass kicked. Uh, they really took it to us that game. Uh, and it was, it. it It was a wake-up call, right? There was a lot of signings. There was a lot of hoopla in the offseason. And we kind of come into that game and go, holy crap. um, We have a lot of work to do.
1: Yeah, it was one of those things that just didn't feel good to start the season that way. And then I think that was just the beginning of bad things to come directly after that, right? And we were feeling down after that game. And another club was like, well, how do we make them feel worse? Well, let's lose the next three (laughs) uh in order i'm sure they didn't mean to do that but i mean it was a tough start and i think that from the beginning we said it in this podcast drew we said we have to start strong this season we looked at the calendar if we don't start strong at the end of it we're going to struggle
2: yeah and with barry there right beginning of the season Mm -hmm. we felt like we have a chance we can beat anybody with that guy up front yeah of course, you guys we all know it happened later in the season, but it was still surprising to look back at those first four games and things we just couldn't get done. Couldn't score, couldn't really do anything. And, you know, what we became right after that kind of papers over it, but there was just kind of a lot of uncertainty that first month where it felt like if we don't get a win at home, this is going to be really bad <laughs> because it just kept scaling every week. You went, excuse Phoenix. Next week, RGV, wow, they lost at the end. It was a wonder goal for a 45-year-old or whatever. <laughs> and then they have Tacoma where you're like, oh, what's, that's a trap game, I guess. And then Louisville, they're really good, but it's like it, you get to the end of that and you go, you have to win. So that's that's kind of how I felt just through the whole thing was the pressure of needing three points, our three points right, kept coming through each match, and then it just pressure cooked over yeah. till we had our first home match. Hey, you guys. You guys remember uh, Nikki Jackson? Remember yeah. That guy? What? Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was going through the notes today, and I was like, "Oh my god, he started that game in Phoenix." Uh, and I remember at the beginning of the season, there was there was a lot of talk of like he could be the player of the year. He just seems like electric. And I mean, man, he he fell flat. He got loaned. I don't remember when he got loaned, but he got loaned away. Uh, I think that was his only start of the season. Uh, and and, and it just it didn't it obviously didn't work out, but. It's uh, just kind of funny to go back, uh, and then obviously another player that started the season with us, started that first game was Thomas
2: Van I believe. That we didn't need, to need how to pronounce it. Yeah, he, he got wasn't with us he, the rest of the season.
0: He got sold mid-season <laughs> too. So uh, just kind of interesting that you look back on these things and you start looking at lineups and you're like, oh my gosh, you know that was this year. It's just it, it you know it's seven months ago, but it does feel like a long time.
1: Yeah, Van Ka- Van mm-hmm. I don't think you said that last part. Yeah. I don't even remember.
0: Yeah. A
1: con. Hey, that's somebody. So Nick just said, remember a con. That's one of the Ooh, players. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, he was supposed to be good. I think at this point we can talk about it. I believe there was some visa, visa issues from like right mm-hmm. from the beginning. And he just never actually made it onto the squad at all. I don't think he ever even came to San Diego, which, again, actually probably was a really big hit for what the plans were initially in the beginning of the season for the club you Have a player like that, right? Um, wasn't uh, Ebenezer a con? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, something like that happens obviously, losing Van Kaizil, losing uh Nicky Jackson, who I was expecting to score some beautiful goals, yeah. and it just the never MLS pedigree.
2: Yeah, you man. thought he would happen with yeah. uh, just with just Colorado,
1: is who he used to play with in MLS. Mm-hmm. Didn't they go on yeah. to like win the MLS like last year? You're yeah, doing pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what a crazy thing. Like, I feel like we've gone through a few players that we never yeah, mentioned.
0: I got, <laughs> I got right here 210 minutes, Nicky Jackson, uh, this season. Okay. That's gnarly. Yeah. I, I would have. I would have guessed less. That's for sure. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess that's how. That's that's just kind of how it goes. Um, anything else from those first four games? I mean, I, I think I'll just add. It was really rough. We said on this podcast, you know. Yeah if we don't come back and win this home match and then we right after the home match, we played Phoenix away, uh, which we'll get to in the next subsection. But the kind of the chatter after those first games, first four games is like, is landed up for this. Like I remember talking yeah. to you guys about that. Like, what if this isn't right? You know what I mean? Like what if coming off that 2020 season, it was kind of working. And, and now it's just not, and, and, and things were not looking good. Things were not clicking and, and all their comments were, Stick with us. Stick with us, and uh, we did. And boy, uh, did they
2: prove us right. Yeah. I do remember distinctly after like the second match, we were like, "If he loses a third, we should start questioning." <laughs> and after the third, we were like, ah, "We'll give it another yeah, week." And it was like it, yeah. yeah, it was that whole thing. But when we came back, it was huge. It was it was everybody getting to do the thing we weren't able to do the you know whole last year is come in, be in Torero together. Kind of go through the new protocol, feeling it out. What's it going to look like? What's it going to be? But it was, you know, it wasn't March seventh, but it was this beautiful release, and I think marked the beginning of what felt like isolation for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And and that was to me what was so exciting. But the players in the field, I think, also felt that too. Uh,
1: Afmire says that he misses Hertzog and and Uh Ervin Para is one of those players that is just fantastic and obviously he did some big things over in charlotte moving over there was the right thing for him i just don't think that his style was uh, working here and also i know that para uh is just very very passionate a very passionate player and i think to an extreme and i think that that kind of brought the downfall and pretty much where he wherever he goes that's one of the bigger things that that i've seen at least you know he has a very hot head but he's a fantastic player, and I think he just needs the right support around him. I don't think that was that was the right situation here in San Diego for him. Uh, he, he did great in Charlotte. I mean, he scored a ton of goals for them, uh, and then Hertzog too. That's another one that maybe we can get into later on. That was an sure. interesting kind of like uh, you know, all of a sudden the last few games we really didn't see him and right. I, Yeah, it's that was that was weird. Uh, but again, I think that's part of USL and the fun of it, right? It's just so many stories, so many things to talk about. Uh, as we go through now, we talked about the four losses, right? Uh, those were all away games. It was already from the beginning, we knew it was going to be tough, we knew we had to get some points, and we didn't. We come home, we win against Las Vegas, which was like, all right, finally, you know. And then what happens right after that? Uh, we lose two. It's like, what is going on? Um, and those were away again. We just could not get it done away games this this year at all. Like would, throughout well, the entire I'll, season.
0: I'll say we didn't lose two, we drew two. Drew two away. We oh. drew to Phoenix and Drew to OC. Oh so sorry. They were not they, were, they weren't dubs, but <laughs> it was not they weren't they weren't uh they weren't losses.
2: Did we win yeah. any games away?
0: Uh did we win any games away all season? Yeah.
2: I believe one we, or two.
0: We beat LA right. we we beat LA twice that's away. Right. Also, there you go. Both both times this season. Yes, um that's but right. the, those subsequent games um, but, yeah, talking to the the next, the next kind of section of games is the nine-game unbeaten streak. Uh, I'm just going to run through them super quick just to list them out. Uh, it was Las Vegas at home, the fir- our first home game. Uh, Phoenix away, OC away, bus trip. We'll get to that. Uh, LA at home, Phoenix at home, mm-hmm. Vegas away, Oakland at home, Sacramento at home, OC at home. Those were the nine games, um, and that was – in total, six wins and three draws. So really, really, really good stretch. And the the tide turned really fast after uh, on this podcast. And I think the tone around the, surrounding the club, once we started picking up a bunch of points, right? We, we had just talked about how, man, those first four games were so rough. Nothing seemed to really be working. That Vegas game was awesome. The Phoenix game away, that was the game where we, had, we were winning 2-0 going into stoppage time. They scored two right away. Uh, and ended up drawing that game. That was a heartbreaker, uh, but at the same time, we played excellent. Right? We took it to Phoenix in Phoenix, so that was like such promising signs that we could do this. uh The match after that was was the bus trip. Uh, that was amazing, but did draw that game too. But there was my point is, while it was one win and then two draws, it wasn't like you know win win win. The point is, we started seeing the promising signs of good soccer, and then we saw that right away. Um, you know, that came, that came to life in the next four matches with four wins. So just the next kind of to start that next nine games was just amazing. Drew, Jerry, what do you guys think about that next yeah. section?
2: I, I, I think for me, that nine games really reaffirmed. This is our style. We're going to play this style. We're going to commit to the form. We're not going to be doing anything. That's, you know, not that.
1: Yeah, I can yeah. agree with that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, some we, we talked a little bit about the highlights or lowlights of the
0: last section this time, um, the bus trip bus trip uh, that was kind of the first locals away days first locals on tour uh, trip that bus trip was just absolutely incredible anybody who was there uh, couldn't say much you know anything negative about it um, just an amazing time so shouts everybody for making that happen shouts special shout out to Victor uh, for doing a bunch of work to make that happen. Um,
2: anything else on on the bus trip jerry drew you guys were both there Uh i love that bus trip because it was Fucking again awesome. an affirmation of something we wanted you know yeah. as locals we didn't get the previous season and, and yeah. it was there and for me i like the second one just a little bit better in some ways because it was like it almost felt like we had a purpose and we were going to do it, even though we didn't accomplish it. We had like a clear vision of what we were trying to do. Right. So I felt like it was a little more relaxed. I was relaxed personally on the second one. The first one was just like a crazy ride where it's like, we're strapping these people in and we're making it up as we go. Yeah. Sit down, try and move on. Jerry was the best DJ you could ask for. And otherwise, you know, that was that first bus trip. And I think the second one was a little bit more regimented, but um, yeah, it was it was fun to go up there and we felt like we could have gotten the win, right, in both of those games and that's w- what we'll, I think, reflect on here at the end of the season with OC was we just felt like we left points there and it came back to kill us, right, mm-hmm. a, a little bit and so um, that's what I'll kind of reflect on, I think, from a from a 30,000 foot view, but from a, just a memory standpoint, like, that's the stuff you'll remember is, is that kind of thing and for me that, you know, either one of those I'd say is, you know, one of my favorite away days, but um, yeah, that was a pretty fantastic bus trip. Um, yeah. It was a Wednesday. Memories? It was a Wednesday. On your- <laughs> it out. It's amazing, yeah. Yeah.
1: dude. Yeah, I mean, it's probably my favorite part of this season, honestly. And we, I can talk a little bit more about it, but. Uh, mentioned me DJing like I had so much to drink that oh my gosh that day, I <laughs> I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever been as loving with my my dad went on a trip with us I don't think I've ever been as loving with my dad ever like both of us <laughs> were just work. like I love you dad I love you son it was like <laughs> the greatest time ever and like I didn't I had no idea that Lydia could sing that way oh my gosh oh yeah it was fantastic so yeah that definitely oh, yeah. St- it's a, a, a absolute standout uh the trip itself like th- the game was. You know, it was good to be there and stuff, but man, <laughs> like, can't wait to do it again. I was so sad I couldn't do another one right after, but, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that will always stick with me, you know, and I think with anybody that was on that trip, it's going to stick with you. You're just going to... Dude, like we just bonded over the entire trip. It was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was just... We talked a lot about it over the 2020 pandemic, like away days. We want to do away days. And we finally got to do one as, as the locals. And we'll talk about that more as we go on to here. But, uh, that was like the first one and what a, what a fucking time. Um, all right. So I'll keep us going through this, through this little stretch here. Um, the streak was, oh, before I get to the streak broken up, um, Something in between we had the Sholos match match against the Sholos and something mm. that we talked about Was what a banner kind of a thing Right the first professional outdoor team In San Diego history well in The recent history obviously soccer is way 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 back when but in recent history Playing our cross border uh, Brethren so the Sholos uh, That was a great match it was obviously an exhibition um, Obviously they you know We did not win that game but Just what a good time right like it was Like a celebration of our region and um, it, That was that I'm I'm always going to remember that day as just a special special um uh kind of a moment for for us.
1: You know one of the things about that match too is we got to see some young faces. We got to see mm-hmm. Ian May, we got to see uh Xavi, uh
2: I think I think Fodri? Fodri scored Did right? Fodri, no, it was 1-0. Nope. It was a 1-0 game. Next, I think a game or two after that though. He just, yes,
1: Fodry scored yeah. uh against Oh man, I have it in my notes. But that tell you right it was now. the debut, right? It That's was in the fi- felt, It was against like, Las Vegas, them. is when CJ scored. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but the that Trollos match, also one of the big highlights of that match, and probably one of the <laughs> things that makes me really excited, and hopefully he will be back, is I would like to see more from Anthony Siaha. Yeah. I think that was a fantastic match, and he also get Man of the Match that game.
0: He did, yeah. He did, yeah. He didn't see any more minutes since this, this entire season because Austin, you know, stepped up and did an <laughs> incredible job, handled um, it. But yeah, there was there was a lot to be said about Siaha. You know, he got a half the soccer in, in at home against against a top class opponent, and he made some amazing saves mm-hmm. to um, enough to earn man of the match. Yeah.
2: And he, he is one of the names that Landon did name. So, Siaja yeah. is coming back, apparently, along with Guerrero. So, we'll have both of those guys back. And nice. Again, Siaja was that guy that got a little bit buried, it felt like, with Muse, with Dylan. Um, with other options coming in a keeper who maybe had a higher pedigree or, or played at a higher level, they were more willing to throw him in. But it seems like Siaz, that guy who's still in practice, is putting it in. And hopefully, we just get him more on the the field. And yeah, from what we saw there, those uh, those saves, I, I wasn't there, but the, the highlights I watched was like, oh my god, <laughs> It was like a, he's yeah, he's real right. deal. And I've seen, I've seen him play before too. He's he is just a, a incredibly physically gifted keeper who does stuff like a Spider-Man, right? Where you're just like, how does he, how does he do that? You know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So, and we are blessed. We've had great keepers here. I don't think we've had a bad keeper for San Diego loyal. So that's, he's keeping that going. How can we mention
0: the month of July without mentioning Drew's Italy trip?
2: Right. Oh, yeah. I went oh, to- <laughs> yeah we got to talk about <laughs> to that. Italy. Part well, of the we, season. We talk about 619 Day first. 619 yes. Day. Part of I did do that before <laughs> I left. Um, and actually, yeah, it was mostly in August that I did leave, but um, yeah, it's... So 619 Day was, you know, the culmination, it felt like of not post-pandemic, whatever you want to call this period we're in, where we've gone to a place where we can go outside, we can be a society, we might have different rules, but that's how we operate. It felt like we had finally reached a point where San Diego had done its job, we had gotten vaccinated, we had done all the right stuff, and we could have a party to celebrate what that felt like, right? And that that for me was 619 Day. That's what it felt like. It felt like a party for everybody uh, to be involved. Jerry, what did you feel like uh, at that party? Uh, for 619
1: day dude it was so cool it was so cool to see the unity of everything the obviously the community uh seeing our our mayor who i absolutely love and is such an awesome person to be there and be so excited to you know uh partake in what we were doing and i think we (laughs) we brought it that day there was a lot of people there that day that wouldn't normally be at a game and i think we made long like uh uh lifelong fans that day i would say because there there was a lot of eyes there that normally wouldn't be it was just because you know the mayor was there the, the um I, I believe that's wasn't that also the like open that was the opening of yeah. of uh, the pride section right next to us so the loud and proud section yep. and uh it, yeah that was the
0: first that was the first game there was no restrictions on attendance either yeah. so that was the yeah. game that we kind of opened everything up um and, and I, I don't want to say no you know mass weren't
2: you know, masks, masks were not think. mandatory.
0: Yes. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, everybody has to wear your mask. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, wear it when you're not eating or drinking. But it's not as strict as it was before. Before it was you know very much like everybody's self-policing. And now it's a little little looser than that. Because, yeah, like like you guys said, you know, we did our part. And, again, shouts to Tom. I think we've done this a zillion times for doing the, you know, helping us all out with the volunteer stuff, getting us vaccinated. Um, but, yeah, that 6 to 9 day was just something to remember. Obviously, Juneteenth. Um, we did a big black lives matter state, you know, banner that we hung the rest of the season and we did shirts that, you know, shirts, uh, that we sold that day, uh, with, with our BLM crest on it too. So yeah, just, you know, just, just kind of spitballing memories on, on, on what we're talking here, but. Yeah, what a, what a damn good time that was!
2: That was probably one of my my I'd say top three matches for the year, if, yeah. if not Same. number one. Right, just a, just the vibes, just the feeling, just the people. It was everything we missed, right, from that previous year, and to me, is up there with March seventh as as a great night for loyal. And uh, as you said, so a night we made a ton of fans. A night that will you know define what we want this group to be right is is nights like that i think in a lot of ways and and just the general love and um you know support that we put out there that's that's how it's supposed to be done and uh, as we went through the season i will say some of these you know the, the the play on the field did not reflect how we did in the stands uh i think we continually yeah. got stronger and stronger throughout the season i think we ended very very strong i think we have a foundation to leave off on so that's you know kind of our season recap at, from our section but Um, that was where I think we started to kick it up a notch and, uh, you know, kind of emerald spice it up through some, uh, hot oil in the pan and got it going there on six, one, nine day. So
1: little did um, we know, (laughs) little did we know it was going to get tough right uh after whoops on the field, on the field for us. It was great. Like we kept it going, but yeah, you know, it it got a little rough right after that. Didn't it?
0: It did. It did. Yeah. So I'll I'll say that we, the. um, that, that hot stretch ended on the 24th when phoenix came to town and beat us um what was that zero one zero one zero mm-hmm. um we just couldn't couldn't get one in that game uh, and that started a really pretty rough stretch for us dude it um, felt like a were...
1: roller coaster because it was like, was... like <laughs> what is going on where are we what are we doing what is so this? Let's talk,
0: let's talk through that roller coaster real, real <laughs> fast. Um, loss to Phoenix, lost Tacoma away, win LA away. So that was two losses, then a win. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. then ride back, two losses, but both these losses were at home. This was uh, Real Monarchs, Salt Lake City, and then Tacoma. Tacoma, we had struggled against the season. Uh, then Vegas at home, we did win that game. And then another loss at home against OC. So loss, loss, win, loss, loss, win, loss. Um so out of what is that? Seven games, that's yep. five losses and two wins. And that's just a really rough stretch. So there's no draws in mm. there, but that's just a rough, rough stretch. And yeah, roller coaster like Jerry said, but no consistency in results. Um and after a nine game unbeaten streak, that's not what you want to see.
1: Oh gosh. No. This is this is a, something that we should look up because this is probably going to be a really scary stat. How many points yeah. did we lose the last 10 minutes? I that think, is uh, part of this whole issue with this club this season, right? Right there. Yeah. Right
2: 1904, there. 1904, an SD uh, San Diego amount of points. There you go. Points we lost. <laughs> I, so.
0: I will say, I think I think Alan from the Fairweather podcast did do this research. Oh, I, think yeah. it's, I think it's he on their did. Twitter account. Uh, so go look that up. Um, I think I will check it out myself because I'm also interested. But I block um, out traumatic if you information. Wanna so check it out. If you wanna yeah. check it out, i f I'm pretty sure on the f- I think it's fair underscore pod. Sherry, is that right? Fair underscore pod. I think I think I think they did that research and I think it was um not an insignificant amount.
1: Gosh, now I gotta now <laughs> yeah. I gotta go check. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, it was not an insignificant
2: too amount too many sure. is the is the real answer. Yeah. Um that was that was my my thing watching a lot of this was bad habits started to creep up that would eventually kill our season losing to orange County, having tough games against Tacoma who should have been somebody we picked up points against. Uh, And we can say good riddance, have fun in MLS development league. We'll never want to see you again, Tacoma. Um, But but (laughs) it's one of those things where orange County was just our, our bugaboo the whole season. And, and with good reason they've done well in the playoffs. They're, they're, you know, a hard team to break down, but it just seemed to be that that's the one we didn't expect to be tough, but they really just gave us fits all season OC? in a way that, yeah. in a way we can play them well and just every game we came up against him, I felt like what's happening here. Like it, it just never really made sense. Right. Every time we went to the game, whatever we were doing and whatever they were doing, it, it was almost like, you know, just totally two opposite forces. And we always came out the, the other end, unfortunately, but
0: yeah, uh, that was, oh. yeah. For OC, we earned four out of twelve points this season. Yeah. four, four points. One home win, one away draw. That was it. Yep. You know, and that's against a top team in the Pacific in our division. You you you've got to do more. And we can run through some more stats later if we want. I, don't, I really don't want to get in the weeds here. But they. No, had, but that's a good one. one. Um. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, you know, we have kind of been doing flying through a little bit of highlights or lowlights. Um, we talked about the uh, just this the struggling time, but in this in this stretch. We finally kind of had that game where we said, you know, all all year we've been talking, you know, on discord, on this podcast, just in person in the section and uh, amongst leadership and just conversations. Like, when are we going to get that game that we're just going to kick somebody's ass? Yeah, dude. We're like, we're finally like, (laughs) dude. you know, we've been winning all these games all year. One, zero, two, one. Like, when are we going to finally take it to somebody and say, no, we are fucking San Diego loyal and we are here to play. And in this stretch, we finally here beat play Vegas here stay.
1: Front. Sorry. We I'd beat
0: th- Vegas five one. You know, we finally did that, but it kinda wasn't enough to pull us right out of that stretch. Well, maybe it was towards the end of the stretch. It was August eighteenth, a Wednesday. We did lose the next game, but then we don't have another good run, which we'll get to. But yeah, we finally kind of took it to them five one. Uh, and in Vegas we you know, we took all twelve points this year, won all four games, but we finally, finally had our game where we just had a party in the section. Right? I need to talk about this so game
1: because it is by yeah. far my favorite. And I know that we're probably going to talk about our favorite games. But I'm going to do it right now. It was this one. It, it absolutely was. It was it was that one time when the team actually looked like cohesive. It looked like the team was having fun. Like they were enjoying each other. Ibarra, dude, like Ibarra scores the first goal. And yeah. then Ibarra is selfish on the second goal. and passes it back to Jack Blake. Beautiful ball from jack blake goes in and then right after that moshe comes in scores one scores two we go up four one and then in like 14 minutes of gameplay for cj fadri scores the fifth goal and just everybody loses it he comes and the first thing he does is celebrates in 109 uh it was just like such an epic night at torero stadium because it felt like okay, anything is possible at this point. Like, we might be able to pull this thing off. You know, yeah. like, that's what that game felt
0: like. I I, I, spe- I specifically remember when we were doing Man of the Match voting, like, okay, vote for your Man of the Match, and we don't have, like, a system where it, like, tallies it up. I just kind of look, and I, you know, I tallied it in my, my head, and I was like, there's a lot of people right here. I, I, I do have here 2 me one Man of the Match that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there could have been five or six players that could have won. Um we had, remember we had that early goal by, by Ibarra, like you said. Uh, Jack Blake scored, Toomey scored, Toomey scored again, and then CJ scored that goal in the 88th. That's game. what I just
1: said, Steven. I
2: know, I know. I'm just recapping all of it. It's that. my
1: favorite game. I do know exactly <laughs> what happened. And, uh, that was C- the only
2: game that made me regret being in Europe, guys. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> 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 so, uh, we can talk we about the, the trip three. now.
1: Yeah. Uh, C- <laughs> so CJ, CJ ended up, I think, running the um, San Diego We Are that, that game at the end of the match.
0: That's badass. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, and, they, and before before we get off the CJ thing, um, all the I games he di- all the games he didn't dress. Uh, that guy was in our section. Yeah. yeah, singing with us. Like I remember the first time I looked over, and it was early in the season. I looked over, and I, I, I kind of like looked, and I was like, I think that's CJ. I think that's C-, you know, because it's he's a kid. He's not going to be all over social media. He's not going to be all over there. You know, he's not Jack Blake. Or he's not one of the main players, right? He's training with the team, and then I kind of looked over, and I was like, I th- I've seen that guy. I think I know who that is. And I kind of like gave him a nod, and and then he was there next week, and then I think he started dressing for the team, and then a few weeks later he was there. I was like, dude, that was so cool. Like, <laughs> I love, I love that he was there uh, when he wasn't dressing, you know, mm-hmm. supporting his players, his his brethren. So, so CJ, sounds to you. Um, it, it's such a that's so rad.
1: And I have to mention this too while we are on uh, talking about CJ because I not only do I love that guy, I think he has a very bright future in the sport if he keeps totally. going. Uh, when we were at the team signing at stone, he actually said, Jerry, right? And I almost uh, lost ahead. it. I was like, yeah, man, what's going on? And I was like, yeah, you remember me? We had some conversations before that, but he started asking me about the podcast and what I was doing. And he was like, actually interested. And he watches this podcast. So if you're w- listening right now, TJ, oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> Thank you well, for watching. Like my next point I want to make, but go ahead, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> No,
1: he actually uh, he he listened and he listens to you guys and listens to you when you know awesome. to everything that we do and, and too? he's very much involved in the community. I don't know if he's watching anymore, but you know, <laughs> at that point, like he was legit asking me about the podcast, and I was like, "Wow, this is very he's cool." Listening to All
2: those Aztec soccer podcasts now, yeah. that, are, that are around in town. <laughs> yeah, but uh-huh. the the thing that I was surprised by coming out of this game, you know, watching it from afar, but I thought coming back, we were going to have more kids playing. That's what I thought, right? And we did True. sign Augie Williams just kind of after um, that next o- Orange County match, but um, or actually just before. But the question for me was, uh, you know, Fodry looking good. He scored, you know, obviously came on late, but still scored in kind of a party match. But it did feel like they got the kids on there. But it did, if they're putting kids on during matches, you would think, hey, they're being productive, they're doing stuff, maybe mix them in a little bit. Were you surprised the rest of the season to not see any more either you know subs you know there was a few but a very select amount um from the select program as a a, there you go from the select program Uh, did you (laughs) want to see more i wanted to see more that's what i'm saying but were you surprised that there wasn't at that point i guess
1: yes uh for me yes absolutely 100 percent. Steve, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like the reason that didn't happen was because we had so many ups and downs throughout the season that, that really, you know Landon's mentality. Just win. Let, we need a win. And we yeah. were never in a comfortable spot to say, hey, this game, we can afford to put in some of the youth and play them. It was never like that. I think maybe that what game, it? it became clear that we could play some some youth near the end of it. But did you, I mean, I feel like if we would have had more games where we were maybe up 2-0 uh, in the 60th or 70th minute, he would have put in some of the youth a little bit more. But we what he I, just didn't want to take chances, I think.
0: I feel like Ian and CJ, um, they did a great job, but I feel like they almost played out of necessity versus playing out of comfort, right? Like mm-hmm. CJ got his moments and his minutes in that Vegas game when we were up 4-1, he subbed in, and then he scored, right? Um. Right after that game, we got Augustine William on loan, right? And then it was it was like, True. well, you know, CJ, you're doing great, you're in training, but we have now we have striker tap. and same with same with Ian at center back. Like we had, you know, we had we had got some people back, we got some people healthy, um, so it's kind of just a thing that that's more like the- I feel people got healthy again, so that we didn't play the youth as much as we were. But yeah, I mean, it, going forward, I'd love to see that more, right? I'd love to see instead of subbing on. Douglas Martinez in a 3-1 game sub on CJ, right, to get him some mm-hmm. more experience and get him more ready so that we can call on him um, when it's in a critical moment because it's so hard, like, playing him in San Antonio for example, and we'll get to that game, but like that's that was never going to happen because the, the moment is so, so big. Um, but the more experience you get in in the regular season games, the more you, you're, you're ready for that. So mm-hmm. I feel like I agree that they stepped up and they did a great job, but at the same time Um, you, the professionals got healthy again, you know, and and then they, they, they got the minutes. So, yeah,
1: Yeah, right around, I think it was, uh, like in late August is when, uh, Augustine Williams came in, right?
0: August 20th. Yeah. I pulled that. Well, I didn't shouts to uh Sean Duffy. Uh, He pulled that number for me. August 20th, um, was the day that he was announced. There you go.
1: So right after
0: kind of this stretch that we were just talking about, mm -hmm. um,
1: and then, not long after that, actually really close to the end, I think like the 20 uh, somewhere between the twentieth and the thirtieth of uh August is when we had uh, Douglas Martinez come in too, yeah, right around that time. So there was some a lot of changes and also, actually Jason just said it too. Uh Laras was one of those players that came in too. And man, did he make a, a difference as well. He added yeah, he immediately. Was, he was
0: a little early. I know he was a little earlier in the season because I know he won man of the match on the 14th of August mm-hmm. along with Corey because I know Oliver wasn't 21. Yeah, uh, but uh so I know he he was in in camp uh kind of on the team uh before August. Obviously August 14th was when he won man of the match. Yeah. Um, I don't have the date that that loan was announced, but um. It was yeah. He he. Luraz is a huge, huge acquisition. There's there's no doubt about that.
1: Quality for sure. Uh, yeah. Let us know. Uh, you know, send us comments. I see a lot of you guys having conversations. We see you want to sh- give shout out to Jason. Obviously, I see you, Duff, Nick's in here. Uh, I just
2: dropped off a little bit. Did we talk about Nick's comment, which I think was spot on? Which is also the fact this isn't the EPL. This isn't a major league.
1: No. Uh, in okay. the sense
2: that kids sh- should play, right? I think we could play kids more. And I think that, Good point. as Steve was saying, the balance is hard because when you get late in the season, the points mattered a lot more, right? So it was harder to throw them in and have them fail where maybe something bad, you know, would hurt the rest of their career. Although the league itself, I feel like they're just, they're more X factors, right? You don't know what you have quite yet. So why not try that out versus a player who maybe is just going to give you always you know they're just a b minus performer so that's what you're going to get is just a you know that kind of performance out of the role or maybe something that's just more dynamic that's that's where for me i think i'd like to see that a little more but um great comment Duff man
1: yep and here's another point that kind of adds to that yeah i jason right we keep getting our shit kicked in by tacoma's squad and of 16 to 22 year olds it's very true yeah it's very true
2: we you got the, beat by like a 45 year old. So I feel like <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the
0: counter, the, but the counter there is we beat LA all four matches this, this season. We took 12 points. So, okay. and they obviously play 16, 18, 20 year olds too. So there's a counter there. But I, I also do agree with the, with the discussion that's going on because there's, I think there was a little more room for it overall. Um, but here we are. What are you
1: doing, Drew? What is this? What is this? Look, Look, this. At this. Look at this. I don't know. There's two Drews now.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <There's> two Drews. two Drews. <laughs>
0: Somebody take them off. No, um, no. All right, so let's move on. Um, let's move on to the the second to last section here. Um, we're already at August 28th, August 28th here. Uh, this is when things kind of turn back around. Uh, Sacramento, August 28th. Sacramento away, we take that win. Um, we take that win 3-1 and then we that kind of starts a really good run for us we do sack away we win la galaxy away we win that was a big big game uh Mm. four four two um oakland away we draw and then sacramento at home we win or one win against sacramento that year oakland away we lose vegas away we win i'd like to talk about that game a lot um (laughs) and then LA like Galaxy away, we win. I like to talk about that game a lot, uh, and oh, then yeah. Sacrament, Sacramento at home, uh, we take that win as well. So that's that's um, that's a stretch of eight games. We get one, two, three, four, five, six wins, one loss, and one draw. So that's. Kind of turns things back around in our favor, and that's this is right up my alley. Where I'm going, let me start making some calculations and start doing some playoff odds. All right, um, I'm just gonna
1: take myself out real quick. If <laughs> <I do. laughs> Hold on, as I do that, I haven't pushed a button all night, so I just have to do that real quick. <laughs> do do that. <laughs> all right, go. But
0: yeah, this this stretch was super fun. Um, You'll still hear me though. Is I'm kind still of the talking. That we, you know, you start feeling it back. He starts saying, "Well, we we just had a really rough stretch, um, but Augustine Williams. Obviously, we just talked about him coming on loan, uh, and he kind of started right away, and he he did a really really good job, um, starting up top, playing not just as a target man, but kind of as a link up guy too. So he, he kind of like, I'd say a poor man's Josie Altador, but you know at this level, that's not, um, you know, you, you're not expecting that. But I think kind of a similar." um similar play there. Uh, yeah, but from my perspective, uh this stretch was super fun because this kind of started my my traveling time with the club. Um I was at the game September 11th at Oakland. Uh that was oh, a really really fun go. away it's the Steve day. Show again. Um <laughs> that was a super <laughs> fun away day. Obviously that was just the draw. Um then back home for the Tacoma match then we turned uh right back around we did not go back to Oakland obviously then we went to the Vegas game. That Vegas game was just epic. Um, it was obviously just the result for two, but the entirety of the weekend, uh, we had a really good group there. Uh, shouts to everybody who traveled uh, for that match. Um, I, I could go on and on, but I think we, we, we want to no, move please on. Do. Please do. Please and, go ahead. And uh, get to other stuff. But yeah, right that ahead. Vegas game was just absolutely amazing. And then we turned right back around and went to L.A., uh, took points from them as well so i was just gonna that say was just kind keep of going. The, that was a fun it was a fun month it was a busy month but it was a fun month of, of kind of following the team around
1: yeah dude i'm so jealous you were able to do that and that's honestly that's some of the best but part of the best it uh is. of being a supporter is being able to go out and do the trips the away games uh we didn't do as many probably as as we wanted this season and hopefully more to come obviously but uh, that's super cool. Uh, I loved seeing all the pictures and everything and and also the 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 team itself really loves that seeing a familiar face, you know, and you were that familiar face, I think for for a lot of the of the time, so that's pretty really cool
0: yeah uh, yeah the the oakland match it was it was me there were a few others that lived up there mm-hmm. um and you know it was a lighter crowd, but they all came over and said hi after the game um and kind of same thing with Vegas um well, the Vegas was like fireworks, it was different, but it was. It, I, I, I know what you're saying like the familiar face. It was. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Like especially in Oakland because cause they were like right there. You could just kind of tell that it meant a lot that we were there. So. Oh, sure.
1: So where do we go from here?
0: So the final stretch um, was kind of the collapse. And I, I kind of hate. I hate to go Can here. We go we should, again. We should do it, we should we... Do it real quick. Um, we should Whoa. do it real quick. So the last four. <laughs> 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 so good to have you uh, back, Jerry. <laughs> I hate uh, Phoenix. <laughs> the last last four games of the season um that the the kind of the collapse uh we got two draw two draws out of four matches two points out of 12 potential um new mexico at home oc away second bus trip um oakland at home and then sacramento away um and i just i I don't have much to say about this stretch i think i feel like we've done a podcast after each of these episodes detailing it all out but i will say i i just when that New Mexico goal went in um I, it just kind of it just kind of deflated me and i just feel like it deflated the entire run we were on and the season we were we had going you know yeah. and it, it, it proved to be true we could never really get get it going after that right it was I mean, like that a, was a it was a great game and and that goal they scored was a great goal and they just dude we we we, we couldn't recover right just in that game obviously it was too late but um for the season it just it it, it just totally took the tires cars off the car you
1: know yeah, i feel like it was one of the it's it just so crushing obviously yeah. you know um and this one is this one's for jason right here see if i can see if i can make this happen real quick <laughs> oh maybe i can't <laughs> i'm just gonna put it in the background for as we talk about this like this is just gonna be playing in the background um so the last four were of the collapse <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, that you know, and it's hard, it's a hard situation to be in because actually, kind of like <laughs> the song is so good. Uh, New is, Mexico is a great team. Uh, I mean, they're a good team. The supporters are a great supporters group, and we're friends with a lot of them. And it was like a difficult thing where they're like, where we're like, ah, good game. We don't want to be, you know jerks or anything but man that sucked and for them it was like yeah uh, so it was like a really weird thing it was like um, that's great for you guys you know and I don't want to like hate because that was such a great goal too uh, but that was like such a heartbreaking moment man
0: yeah and I'll say you, you mentioned New Mexico I'll say shouts to the New Mexico supporters um, they came out in full force and they were great people uh, to, to kind of pregame with uh, they brought it so I, I just want to give respect to, to them yeah, uh, sure. they travel yeah. like Green
2: Bay Packer fans. God, so many. <laughs> it was like, I haven't, I haven't seen numbers in town like that since <laughs> I can't. we had NFL teams coming to town. You know, it, it's it was pretty cool. Good for them and good for New Mexico to have such a team that they love so much. They don't have anything else over there. And that's that's what I love about New Mexico. They, they've got the isotopes. They've got other stuff. But this is truly theirs in a way that yeah. nothing else is. And, and they love it. And they didn't make the playoffs. That was, you know, maybe their big, you know. Going out on the season, a lot of them say, "Hey, at least mm-hmm. we got that one in you know, San Diego where we came back and stole some, stole a point there on the road." So it, it cut us, I think, a lot deeper um, than they realized, <laughs> But that 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 felt like the beginning of the deflation of the balloon, right? Was that that point, and yep. then you, you end up keep you keep going down a path where it, it almost felt like a self inevitable thing here um, at that point to not control your destiny and not have the ability to. Yeah. To, to win win your way through to a, a well, I'll
0: playoff say, match. I'll say we still controlled our destiny with the next week, which was at OC. If we won that OC game, we guaranteed ourselves a home playoff game. And yeah. what happened, I mean, OC, we'll talk, you know, uh, we're already 50 minutes in, so we should we should really wrap this up. But our second bus trip, just an incredible time, um, kind of basically the exact same trip, exact same pickup spots, exact, exact same timing, all again on a Wednesday, sold, still sold out the bus.
2: Had the Vader
0: theme this time.
2: Um, we had yeah. Naku, Vader. Shouts, had our, to, shouts to Naku and Duffy. <laughs> shout, shouts to but, our Stormtrooper with authentic New Zealand voice yeah. acting. That's uh, hilarious. <laughs> but um But,
0: yeah, we still did control our destiny, right? The New Mexico game was deflating, but it was, hey, let's turn it around, you know, pick it back up. And uh, OC, got a, they got a goal on a free kick, and we could never score. And, I, 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 again, we we talked at nauseum to these games. I don't really want to go back in depth, but um, – it was, it was a hard game to swallow that we lost that. Still, things were looking up, and then we 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 went you know had Oakland at home. That was the four three game. That was a nuts game when we we kind of came back. They scored that late PK, um, just a heartbreaker again. Jeez. But you know that it, it I don't know it, it, it's 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 so hard to say. Um, it's okay because it's not you know we wanted to play from that intensity from the start. At the same time they had some bangers of a goal that game. Obviously we had one own goal. They had two killer goals, but it, I don't know. I, again, I don't want to go back into it as I go back into it, but um, yeah, it, 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 it's hard not to, to, to find yourself in the weeds.
1: Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I agree with you on yeah. that. And it's, um, you know, something that we should probably get past because we are going to be yeah. running out of time, but yeah, <laughs> um, and then, oh man, so like, can we just finish the regular season Let's now? Let's do it. Is that cool? Let's okay. Do it. Let's so do we it. so. It.
2: The... Oh, I did get asked. It was from in Orange County that we had after the after the Orange County match, mm-hmm. um, Terra Mia Pizzeria. Jason, Jason, hmm. I believe asked. So there oh. you go, Jason. The answer nice. to your question in a timely manner. Jerry, finish this off.
1: Um, no, no, I don't know where I was going with this.
2: I'm sorry. I threw pizza in the conversation, and it just <laughs> imploded the whole thing. But yeah. that was my my favorite memory of that match was eating pizza afterwards. <laughs> so um, as well as the entire bus trip. But uh, smoothed over, you know, kind of like when you're a kid and you have a hard baseball loss, and the parent takes you for, like, an ice cream or a treat at Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. That was kind of what that felt like.
1: So I was trying to find, like, the final stats of 2021, and I swear I had it. And now it's changed <sighs> it, and I can't change it back. Because uh, it was the 2021, and it keeps showing me the 2020 record instead. So I'm really Looking hating the, this thing
0: right now. Look, at, look in the private chat room. Oh well, there you go. Um, oh my goodness! See, but yeah, so final season saving my life. Uh, end of the season, obviously. You know, got third in the division. In the playoffs, obviously incredible, super hyped. Um, the 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 airport send off that was amazing. Uh, thank you for everybody who showed up. Uh, it was just a really good time. You could really tell how much it meant. Uh, Landon's interview on Darren Smith show was really rad, how he talked about, you know, I've, I've been in professional soccer my entire life, but, you know, that's only happened a handful of times. Um, and and to, for us to kind of be a part of that, to, for us to make that impact on him, you know, obviously everybody knows Landon is, it is, but we're talking about that made an impact on his career in a sense. Like, that's pretty rad. So uh, that, was, that was cool, um, obviously. And then I don't know how much we want to go into the San Antonio match. We did our own podcast review of that game, but uh, FML. They, they really kicked our ass. Yeah, we, they, well, they kicked our, our, our ass that game. Um, well, let's, before we
1: – I mean, yeah, I don't think we should talk too much about that. Obviously, last I agree. match 2-0. Uh, the regular season ends up and, – and thank you for this, Steve, because uh, I was failing over here. Uh, sure. We end the a regular season with a record of 14-6-12. Not the greatest, to be honest. Forty-eight points, not bad. 13th, 13th total in the entire USL Championship, right? Thirteenth place, uh, not a not a great place to end, honestly. Uh, our home record ended at nine-two and five, uh, which is painful. I mean,
2: yeah, yeah, and oh, home, 19 five, away, and then five-four
1: and seven. Like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah. You know,
2: I, I, we did win five away, so we we did better than we thought earlier. But it, yeah, they weren't they weren't big wins, right? You always felt like it was just kind of like, oh, well, I guess we won that, but uh, we need the points, I think. But mm-hmm. yeah, as you're saying, it just it it did feel like there was just one too many losses, one or too many losses, especially in the closing minutes this season.
1: Yeah, not good. Um, let's see here, yeah. what else we got? The uh, goals, fifty-one goals scored. <laughs> but here's the problem: we had 43 against. You know, right. like we for some reason could not... We got maybe our car washed one uh, twice this whole season. Ooh,
2: how many it's a three great three promotion three. by by Soapy Joe's? Soapy Joe's them was to be like stoked. They, they went <laughs> to practice and they looked at our defense and they're like, "We're gonna do good. We'll we'll do fine." But the the thing is, we had good defensive players I all season. Six. Josh was one of our best players, right? Um, six, okay. Yeah, and and so it, it is. It's hard to think that, but it was. It was just hard to keep a clean sheet most of the season, yeah. I think. And that's whenever you're leaky a little bit, a goal or two is going to sink the ship here. And that's yeah. what seemed to happen at, at key times. And presence presence is just as important as uh, tactics, as preparations. Uh, and, and it just felt like in certain games, that presence in the last 10 minutes or so, or maybe the last second half just faded so it, it, it's it's tough to see. That's it, that's stark, Jerry. Those are those are hard numbers you're throwing out there. Yeah, five. five. It was five clean sheets.
1: Easy. Five clean sheets. I finally found it. So it was forty-five yeah. goals conceded. Uh, five. Yeah, forty-five uh, is what yeah. it says uh, officially on the championship site. Four penalties. Uh, One point four per game is the like average. Five clean sheets. You know. Uh, now let's talk about some good stuff though for the end of season. Yeah. That would be. Let's do it. Some of our, our better players. So, Tumi Moshe obviously being the uh, goal scorer of the season with 10 uh, in 30 appearances. One that surprised me, and, and I was hoping that maybe Augustine Williams would come back, obviously on loan from Galaxy 2, but in only 18 appearances for uh, Augustine Williams, he hit six goals. Uh, wow. So, you know, something definitely to be proud of. Uh, Alejandro Guido, too, as we're talking about uh, players. Third appearances, same as Tumi Moshibane, uh came up to six goals as well. There was three players that scored six goals. Can you guys name the third player without looking? I'm already looking. Ah, what a jerk. <laughs>
2: So, True. I was looking through a bunch of players here and I got lost in stats <laughs> while you were talking. What was <laughs> the question? The answer like, qu- I was like, Haji? Oh, yeah. What was he? I was checking out Haji's stats over here. Let's challenge, let's challenge
0: the commenters. Let's challenge the commenters. Oh, they're going to find it. They're gonna, they are they're they're already
2: looking it. at stats. Right yeah, right now.
0: you're probably right. You're probably right.
1: Following along with us because they're a bunch of nerds. There here. you go. <laughs> uh, it was Corey Herzog. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Corey Herzog scores six goals in 31 appearances. Or the club I was trying season. to find a
2: meaningful Hunter Ashworth stat But there aren't any Sorry oh, Hunter Ashworth Man he, I So he retired think like, We should play Remember Me From Coco Whenever we talk about these players Remember me <laughs> Yeah Because we're always We're like Oh yeah that guy I wanted to play music,
1: but then uh, Nick was smart enough and reminded me, hey, you're going to probably get flagged by YouTube. Oh, we will totally get pulled by Disney.
2: (laughs) Even me just singing it. (laughs) I don't think so. I think they're okay with that. I was pitch perfect there. I don't know what you're talking
1: about. Sound like a uh, 10-year-old pubescent uh, Mexican kid. (laughs) 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 That's
0: weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, good, oh gosh! Here we go. Now we're starting to get say, into the weeds. I will say, um, it's it's maybe a good segue into our our next kind of seg segment, uh, which you talk about some of our favorites. Yeah, and I, I think I'll just kind of go out there and say my player of the year, my the person I voted for men of the match, uh, was Charlie, uh, and will and I'll go into why in a second. But I do want to acknowledge, you know, Jerry, you mentioned Toomey was our leading goal scorer with ten. Toomey did win. Uh, The locals made of the match. Uh, We did that at the final game of the season. Mm -hmm. Um, You could tell how much that meant to him. He, you know, just so deserved. He's made such an impact. Obviously, coming from USL League One, uh, from Lansing uh, with Nate, uh, he's progressed so much, so well. Uh, He's such a fireball off the bench um, and when he starts. So it was very, uh, very deserved. But, yeah, I I will mention a few others. Nick, um, like you said, Yara had an amazing season. Yara was second. Um, and then from there we had a few, a lot of other, um, you know, we did this through SurveyMonkey, SurveyMonkey polls and, and kind of does all the math for it was us. It's like ranked which, choice. Which is really rad. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, so yeah it's exactly ranked choice. So, you know, it's not who got the most first place vote, br- most first place votes. It's, you know, first, second, third, um, cause it's, it was so hard to pick one. Uh, but yeah, Yarrow, I believe got, got the most first place votes, but he didn't win because he, like Drew said, ranked choice. But um, a cool thing we did at the meet and greet, uh, Nicole really pulled all this together. So, shouts to Nicole! Yeah, shout uh, all, your, all the work you're doing. Oh, hold on, yeah, hold um, on, We ended up.
1: I'm slow on this, but this for Nicole.
0: Uh, oh. We
2: we ended up pulling all the oh, the
0: reasons why you guys voted for <laughs> the players you did, and we gave them to the players. Um, in one of the coolest moments of all all season, and I just I don't want to not mention this. I'm going to go here. Um, we gave the, the paper to Guido and we said, Hey, so, but you had a lot of votes. Um, and, and, you know, these are your reasons, you know, these are the, the reasons people said. Um, and Nicole and I were walking away, uh, and we were like, just like talking or whatever. And we kind of looked back and he was like, he like was reading the paper and he was like kind of smiling to himself. And I was like, that's really cool. Like you could tell that it meant a lot to him that we did that. Uh, we give it to Colin. Uh, he got a bunch of votes, Yaro, um, Guido, Austin got a bunch of votes, so uh, we we pulled it together, so the words you guys wrote and voted on uh, did reach the players one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, and that's a big I, thing of what we do here, right? Is uh, we involve ourselves and, and, and make them feel us, uh, and that's a big part of it. So that's right. that's really cool, man.
0: So I'll go. Uh, let's let's go into the next segment, kind of here, uh, where we're saying um, kind of the favorites. You know, favorite match, favorite goal, favorite player. I think we'll start with favorite player because we're kind of on that topic. I think my favorite player this season was Charlie. Um, he started. He started and played in all 32 matches, uh, and that's something to be said about that. At, at the number six, uh, that's that's a ton of work. That's a workhorse. He's, you know, we say Z- Zizo is our captain and is our captain, but he he wasn't a critical member of the squad. Uh, you know, playing a whole, a whole a whole lot of minutes. So Charlie was really the captain this season, and um, uh, he was definitely my player of the year. And it's it's kind of weird to say because um, I think he won one man of the match this year, um, but. At the same time, uh, he, you know when you just have such consistency, it's you know man of the match. I feel like you, you vote on the peaks, right? Toomey has a great game and you vote him, but Charlie's like all the way up here the whole season, and he got one game where he did it. But that that just, just big shots to Charlie. I, I I don't know if Landon mentioned him in, in that interview that if he'll be back or not. But I God I hope so because he's just he's such a rock star. Drew is
2: yeah. he? You know the list. I didn't hear it. The list. The list of players? The list of players. Charlie's on there. Yeah. Nice. Charlie's on there. Jack Metcalf is not. That is what's Ooh. interesting. I think okay. he's the one name that most people look at the list of players. Still Toomey's on them. there. Um, Toome- Toomey's obviously on there. Josh Yarrow is not on there. Um, so let's go to you I guys. Don't so, who's your me, favorite player? My favorite, the my player of the year was Toomey. That's who I voted for first because I believed he was the player of the year. But my favorite player to watch was actually Guido this year. Even though he had almost what would be a disappointing season based on how we pitched him at the beginning of the year as a club, the club said, hey, we're going to pitch him as a 10, as a L10, yeah. wonder. Can, yeah, L, L10. Um, and he really ended up playing L8 uh, by the end of the season. So, <laughs> L8. Yeah. Um, but he, he, it was good to see a player who could have thrown it away and said, "Screw this! You know, I'm going to go play somewhere else. I'll sink into a shell. I'll, I'll just bite it, and then I'll go play somewhere else. Or I'll force it. I'll try and get it, and it just didn't work." Uh, for me, that was what was cool about watching Guido was to see the progression and see him go back to a position he, he's played a lot but still find a way to be a contributor and somebody who can contribute in a way that's meaningful for this club even if it wasn't working where he was at. And it takes a lot to do that, especially when you are in such a crucial playmaking role to do something like that. So yeah. for me, that's why I was excited about Guido and, and watching kind of his arc this season. Um, he was my you know favorite character, if you will, if this was a TV show. It'd be, he was the guy I liked watching the most. But, um that was me, Jerry. Who do you like?
1: Well, first of all, yes, uh, Steve Brokoff. Elijah is a man. <laughs> that is correct. He's absolutely a man. He is a man. <laughs> he, you know
2: what I'm saying?
0: He's a, he's a man. He's, he's a, and he's he, the he's man. He's the workhorse.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Drew, I'm going to agree with you. Guido. Guido for me. Um, I okay. will only add, because you pretty much put it perfectly to how I feel about him as well. I'm going to add this to why I love Guido. I challenge you to find me one goal this season out of the six goals he scored that was a fluke. All of them, (laughs) all of them were beautiful goals. The guy, first of all, his passes are perfect. And whenever he actually put the ball in the back of the net, it was very intentional and they were all amazing goals. So, Guido for me.
2: I think he could have had another 4 to 5 this season. I'm thinking of 2 or 3 right now right in front of us and in 109 that he had open looks and maybe he scuffed it a bit or didn't go where he wanted to. I actually asked him about that at the meet and greet and he said, "Man, what I was thinking after one of those is like I got to get it back." And that was one of the games where he came back and then scored another one there. Um but it's he is he's that guy who just he's got that I'm hoping he yeah. comes back next season right with the stash and has like a Toomey type here where he upgrades and I then just, is able to get some more goal scoring along with that well, back to forward play. Sorry
0: and one of the things I'll say about Guido too, at the meet and greet, I talked to him a lot. Um, I, Nick, you know, Nick just put this up um, I, and I'm going to steal the, the show here. My favorite player was Jack Blake. He totally vibing. I feel like Guido did too, right? He mm-hmm. he like, right. And, and I love his humility, right? He, he used to play with Sholos and he's like an MLS. He's almost like an MLS quality player, but he's just totally bought into what we were, what we're doing here that it's it's not like I'm too good for this. He just he's exactly. he's here to play, and it, I I just I, I love it. I love it so much. You know. Yeah. Um, he has a, like such a good rapport with with <laughs> us on Instagram and you know Twitter that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, there's there's a there's a lot to love about what he brings, uh, and God, I hope he's back too. Yeah. Same.
1: Ooh. Favorite goal.
0: But I feel like I feel like.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like we I was gonna say to I feel up.
0: like Bla- if Blake didn't get if Jack Blake didn't get hurt, that would have been a really <laughs> tough decision. He, he had oh, a really he fair. had a big injury stretch this season, and I feel like if he didn't if he if he played all year, um, he almost would have been a, a deadlock for me.
1: Cool. Moving on, just so that yes. uh, we can I don't Timing. know. Do you guys want to do a little bit of yeah, uh, after keep hours? Yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, we, yeah, we can maybe yeah. j- jump into that a little bit more too if you're here watching with us. Uh, Let's still hit the so I said uh, favorite goal. Favorite goal is the next one. Hey, I was uh, <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I don't. I don't have a favorite goal. Uh, I I have a couple of favorite goals. All right, and I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget them. Uh, <laughs> but I have a few. So one is the the goal against Las Vegas back in May from Guido. I don't know if you guys remember that goal, um, but he uh megs a player, takes it to the right, tricks one of the players and makes him turn the wrong way, opens up room and just right foots it in the left corner like perfectly in uh into the east end at Torero. And that was like a beautiful, beautiful goal. Um yeah. the McGill Berry goal versus Phoenix. The one where he hits it off of his chest, brings it down, pe- oh. gets past him and then like off oh, the eighteen. That was okay, yeah. I remember that one. Woo um, and I don't wanna like go through these and then it's one of your guys' favorite goals. So I'm just <laughs> gonna say the last one is the other goal in that same match. Ooh. The Jack Blake goal. Uh was whew, that was another banger. Unfortunately, oh, banger. yeah. They end up actually like only. they end up uh tying us that match, I believe. It was two two and they were yeah. celebrating like they won the World Cup. And we were over here all sad because yeah. we scored two beautiful yeah. like goals. And we should have won that game. We just could yeah. not hold it together. I remember that. Thing, that
0: right? That's that's a really good yeah. shot, Jerry. I, I I did not remember that one when I was going through my 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 memories yeah. of the goals. But now that you said that, uh, that was a banger. And I remember that celebration where he was doing this, and and Ryan got that that awesome video. Yep. Yeah. That was that was dope. That was so good.
2: I think I think most of Blake's goals just in general fit the top like 10 of our club mostly like every goal he scored was right there because they're, they're bangers only right mm-hmm. um so I I can say anything from Blake and then that that Barry goal was my favorite just to see Him doing it again for us, like oh, the magic's back. We got it. Obviously, we all know what happened a few weeks after that. But for me, that was like oh, we're gonna do. We can go anywhere this season, right? We've got him the whole year. We we can go go anywhere. And now he's doing it in MLS, which is cool, and that's you know really really cool to see. But it's one of those things where like you see how next level he is already uh, at this level when he's able to pull off the footwork he is and and stuff like that, where it's just um, so fluid. So it makes it Barry. What I love and Blake too. And Guido, uh, to that effect, they make it look easy. They make it look so easy where it's not easy at all. <laughs> but they yeah, just make I it was, look so fluid. The
0: comments, the comments is still my, my, both my thunders here. But, um, yeah, that my, my goal of the year clearly is that sexy goal against Sacramento at home, uh, where it just, it was like, it was like a Barcelona five touch from the keeper goal, right? Yeah, that's what back, Nate of, watches the, the, at night to
2: go to bed, right? Yeah, like to yeah, make yeah, him happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it, like a pass out of the back, a header to a midfielder, a slot to Guido. Guido carries the ball forward like a like a ball carrying eight slash ten does. And he threads a perfect ball to Douglas Martinez. Douglas Martinez rounds the keeper and scores the goal. I mean, that that I think that 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 uh, that video probably has hundreds of thousands of views on Twitter. But that is like perfect soccer that's like exactly that's textbook what you want to execute uh, that goal could be watched, watched on replay time and time again and then my my runner-up would be the the colin martin banger at oakland uh we did lose that game but uh that was a, a volley from probably 30 yards out uh wow. that just found the bottom yeah. corner so that'll be my that'll be my, my runner-up but my my clear goal of the year is that sacramento um kind of that tickle your your soccer loving fancy goal
1: so I swear that I had seen that goal, and I thought it might have been a dream. And I was trying to find it. <laughs> I was trying to find it as I'm doing a little, obviously preparing for this. And that, to me, that goal is probably one of the most beautiful goals I've ever seen. Too. Like it's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, how, it was just. It was a. It was a team effort. It was a whole entire up. team yeah. effort. Uh, so yeah, cool, awesome. Let's let's keep it going. Um, go. Favorite match. Favorite match. match guys. Okay.
0: Okay i okay. you going to go first, I'll, I'll start this off. Start yeah, this go off. for it. Um, it already been mentioned here in, in, in the comments, but my favorite match was home against Orange County. Um, I think it, 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 I have it here. Uh, July 14th. Um, we go down a man, down a goal, and we come back to win 10 men, uh, 2-1. And um, I think that there were better games of 109, right? I think as the season went on, 109 became more... Um, you know, it got better and louder and more unified. And, you know, we really brought it towards the end of the season, but that game, like those like last 30 minutes, when we came back to win that game, I don't think I've ever heard. Why don't I be that loud? Yeah. And like that intense, like that much celebration, like we were going insane. Um, and I just, I love the fight out of the club too, right? You're down, you're down a man, but you don't give up. We could have easily scored that one goal and sat and bunker, but we didn't, we, we attacked and we won. Um, I, I I, just, I love that. I, I love the mentality. Uh, that is clearly uh, my favorite game of the year.
1: I'm going to go a, a little different and I already said it. So it's going to be faster and that way we can finish with Drew yeah. on this one. Uh, I already said it 5-1 versus Vegas. I think that game was such a beautiful game uh, because it felt like a cohesive unit. It felt like we were getting things moving. We we're getting things going again. You know, Ibarra shows up finally. I think this was one of the ones I was the happiest to see Ibarra play at his full strength. Right, scores the first goal yeah. right away. Gets that beautiful pass to Jack Blake, um, and then those two beautiful goals from Moshe Obane. And then, of course, to add on, you know, the cherry on top of uh, of this beautiful five one cake was the CJ Fodri Fodry score uh, at the end of it. Just, it just really. Felt great also in, in to be a Torero for that game, although obviously that Orange County
2: comeback I think is everybody's favorite. But I
1: wanted to add a little different to it, so I like I won against
2: Vegas, Drew. Six one nine day to be different, but yeah, Ooh. the OC comeback was great. I did also like the the win against Sacramento at home. Our last win at home was was also kind of a a nice thing as well. Mm-hmm. I thought you know kind of felt like a really just good match in the section, just really good vibe and and kind of. Um, slaying some of our demons right before they came back to haunt us. Honestly, <laughs> so we didn't slay. I guess we slayed them, and then their kids came back to haunt us, uh, right after that. But it, that, to me, six one nine day was was definitely it. And That was, um, well, and and a, and a gonna... memory I'll have after this pandemic and and all that kind of stuff to say like this is what you fight for. This is what you do it for. Is for stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you know that that kind of felt like that to me.
0: And I'll and I'll give a shout. Also, um, I'm gonna give a few shots here. Vegas away was just amazing. Um, just. I talked about that a little bit, but, um, that was an awesome game. And I'm also going to give a shout to when we beat Phoenix at home, right? Cause they, they had come and they showed up and they talked a lot of shit and uh, mm-hmm. we beat them. We, we punched then, them in the mouth and we beat them. And then, um, and I, their that fans was, threw shit at her. Our, our yeah, yeah. Right. But, um, I will say that that was a two one. I remember Jack Blake scored a killer goal on that one too. So I will give a shout out to that, um, that, that game as well. Um, Anything yeah. else there, Drew? Anything else?
2: Drew? No, man, those are those are great games. Those are really my favorite matches and some of the favorite stuff kinda in there in the in the entire thing. So um is there a moment that possibly stands out to you from this season in terms of uh a oh an God. on field moment, a non field moment, or a moment from one oh nine? I'll kind of throw those all in there. And You can choose one or three. Ooh. For me, um, my favorite non-field moment uh, is like definitely the bus trip for sure. Yeah. Um, just having all our people together, both bus trips, yeah. I guess. And then um, to some my... extent, just tailgating at, at L.A. was cool, too, just to have our people up there rolling up and That's caravan style. Um, I think those were my favorite non-field moments, if you will.
0: That's a good shout. The L.A. the LA away trip was actually really fun, and it was like really pulled together last minute totally, um, yeah. for those who, you know, it, 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 we only got tickets a few weeks ahead of time, so it wasn't like a planned thing. It just kind of happened, but that was a that was a fun fun trip too. Yeah. Um, moments uh, is 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 a hard thing to pull together, um, you know, because you can say favorite match. You know, the the two one comeback wasn't really a moment; it was a match. Um, I I will shout. Um, I I got to give the shout out to to Joshi with the crossbar challenge um, when that dude. It went up, it, you know. When when Weston approached me and he said, "Hey, we we're gonna do a crossbar challenge. We want you guys to have some some, some guys come up." Um, we had a, a few people who wanted to, and then we recruited some others. Uh, we had a few guys, a few girls, um, and then Josh was like, "I really want to. I really really want to." And I was like, "Okay, dude. Okay, you can be here at this time. Go for it." Uh, and then he and then he stepped up, and I remember thinking to myself. I was standing there watching and I think to myself, he's going to do it. I know he's going to do it. And he, he, he nailed it. it wasn't, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a dink either. It was like a, he like slammed it against the cross. He nailed ball. it. He went nuts. <laughs> like that was, yeah, that was, that was a really, I mean, it was halftime. It wasn't like a moment, like during the game, but like, it, it was kind of like he's been around, right. It, it, and he, he's been all in all year. Um, and to see one of our own go out there and just <laughs> nail the crossbar like that and celebrate like he did, uh, that was a fun – that was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. dude. Like, I, just I mean, a- moments, karaoke, you know, on the bus, that kind of stuff. Um, I will say uh, through the off season, being really secluded, uh, being at the game on, on the 30th in April uh, against Phoenix, um, kind of seeing Landon, seeing the team – um, I know, blah, 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 humble brag, but it was cool. It was cool to be there uh, personally. Um, and then finally, my last point I'll make on the moments, and, and, and then I'll let you guys talk a little more, um, was that first Growler, the first match. Um, being yeah. able to, you know, Guido, man of the match, the, the, we, we won, finally beat that four game unbeaten streak. Um, and then being able to give that Growler out. And then also kind of just looking up and saying, like, Man, we we're we're back. We're back. Here here we go. Here's this season. Uh, here's everything we've kind of always wanted. Um, it, that that I just kind of remember being on that patio, getting you know, on the on that kind of platform right there, getting that growler way, kind of going. That just happened. You know, this game just happened. We're back. We're we're back for this season, and nothing can stop us now.
1: I think for me, just again to be a little different, but it, honestly, all of these moments are. It's always going to be with me, uh, but. Every time we played a game where we went down and 109 got louder is my favorite. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Like every single time we went down we got louder in 109. And I'm so proud of that and everybody was more than willing to like it was an it was a quick oh damn. Okay, let's keep going. And immediately just, you know, we just it, it, I mean it, it goes back to that game, right, where we did the the comeback and we yeah. willed the team to a win, and you can see the power that supporters group has. And I yeah, I will forever be grateful for everybody that, uh, you know, adds to that noise, man. Because, God, man, it's not an easy thing to do. Your Your spirits are down. Obviously, you want to win. You want to see your team win. You're losing. You go down at home. But somehow you find enough strength to get louder. Like, that's epic to me. And that's yeah. a shout to everybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I Mine, yeah. I was going oh, to say the, please. The match where we went down three one, um, that, you know, as a moment felt like we can still do this. And I don't yeah. think I looked at anybody who thought we couldn't do it. And that was like not a great moment. And that whole game ended up being not great. But when we equalized at three three, it was like that moment. Was just like we willed this to happen, and that we was the last this happen.
0: That was the yeah. last game of the season against Oakland, right? It was three yeah. one. Yeah, we exactly. came back. We you know, Augustine scored a great goal. Corey scored that goal, and then we gave up the PK. But yeah, I, I totally agree that I feel like we were a big part of why we came back.
2: You know, why were we even in that, in that game? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah we had no business sure. being in it. Totally, and that's that for was sure. as Jerry saying. I think that just anytime I had that, or we could celebrate a goal, and I could hug Craig. Uh, he's just <laughs> such a force of nature. We're usually we're, we're a row or two away from. Dude, each and he's other, a so. good hugger too. Like dude. if you he's haven't hugged hugger. Craig, just solid shouts, hugs, man.
0: Shouts to Craig. That guy goes nuts. He's, he's yeah, nuts, dude. Shout out, he's my spirit friend. I know. Uh, there for
2: sure. <laughs> um,
0: I w- and I will say, um, Naku, great point here. Uh, That's an awesome moment. That's my, that's, yeah. I remember being there uh, on or close, close to Father's Day. I got the chance, you know, my my kid is, Bryce has been there at every match. Um, and my wife has been absolutely amazing to, to kind of watch him while I do my presidente duties. But every once in a while, I took 45 minutes and held my kid and, um, those moments that I'll never forget. You know, there's a lot he of. He looks cool, really happy a lot in of the photos, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's his happy face but, those <laughs> You should see
1: when he's no, upset. He's a
0: great happy face. He just those aren't the moments. He's got a resting but, RBF, resting Bryce face. Being yeah. able to bring my son <laughs> uh, into my life, into my passion, has been amazing. <laughs> um, resting Bryce face. That's great. He's, um, a, yeah. he's he's a great drummer too. So he is. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, a fantastic but, drummer. Yeah. But I'll pass it to. Um, I'll just say being able to hold him, you know, in in the moments, in the, in the, I'll never forget those. um, There's a lot of great videos and and pictures that I've seen of us um, that are going to go in the, in the, in the picture books forever. Uh, Jerry, I I know you brought your kids a bunch this year. Yeah. Um, You know, Diego and Elias being able to drum with you um, and share the kind of these moments. um, I'm sure they're special to you too.
1: Absolutely. I I think that's the best part of all this thing, right? When we started this thing, the one thing that I kept saying over and over was, we're going to build something here together that we're going to be able to someday, as old men and women, sit back and watch our kids lead. And it's happening already. And they're like in yeah. their, you know, their five. <laughs> ones, twos, threes, <laughs> fours, fives. Like, what the heck is going on? And also, this is a really good segue into this one right here. Shout out to the wives that put up yes. this uh, and all the wives that join us even more. Because uh, I know that all of our wives have joined us uh and deal with this craziness. So shout out to uh and some of them actually enjoy
2: it and love it. So wives, it's partners, even better Yeah. Yeah. and and husbands Dogs. as well. Whoever your yeah, whoever the officers partners are that have been putting up with us leaving them or um taking hours out for, you know, this volunteer thing. So shout out to anybody who's supported us while we're supporting that's for sure. the hardest job for sure dude <laughs> yeah, it's, I- it's not just it's not just the three of us it's the six of us um because
0: it's yeah. it does take a lot yeah yeah and it's not just the 15 people in leadership it's everybody behind us
2: mm-hmm. uh, because it's a sacrifice and their kids you know? yeah and their they're yeah, sure. also, and all the for families sure. that kind of go into this guy so it's uh, i appreciate yeah. the sacrifice that your families are slightly larger than my nuclear family so i appreciate it and it's it always is something where yeah i know stealing time away is your stealing time not just from uh so your significant other but your kids sometimes there so it's it is it is always that tough balance right to try and find space for that and it's um, so, so anybody who's willing to put into this, that's you know what we do, but then we do it so you can have that space with your kids at games and, and so create that space that's that's pretty incredible that you know that they can go to that didn't exist you know two, three years ago. We didn't have this, so that's why we do this, and, and it's it's pretty special. So, hey, any, talking anytime about- I see that, and especially uh, somebody like uh, Paul's son who I've known since he was born, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. it's, it's it's really cool, little Parker. Um, yeah, it's really cool to see Parker uh, and, and Bryce and um, Jerry see see uh, Diego and and, and Ellie. Um, not so much Ellie. He he always gives me sass. Um, no, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he he's very sassy. He's very he's sassy. Super sassy. <laughs> uh, we're clone trooper friends. But yeah, he's he's uh, <laughs> you know it, it's so cool to see these kids and and you know any any one of your kids and see so you guys all bringing your kids um, you know there and. Uh, waving flags and getting them involved and doing stuff—that's what it's about. So, yeah, dude, uh, more of that next year for sure. A season to review, great job, kids. Yes, A+, <laughs> A+ I will
0: say, I, I will say, we've avoided this point um, in the past, but we're going to go here now. Now that we're eighty-eight, 80, 88, 82 minutes in, um, oh. final thoughts. Final thoughts on the season. Um, I want to finish off here. So, yeah, uh, Jerry, Jerry, Drew, Drew. Why don't you kick it off, Drew?
2: Uh, yeah, I'll give a really quick final thought. I think this was a natural progression. I think we would, if we would have had a home playoff match, I, I think we would have won it. I think that was the difference between us winning and not winning was having a away playoff match against an opponent who's been incredibly difficult um, at home and, and is a tough team to play in terms of the style against our style. And so that to me was, I think, the one thing that we could have done differently to maybe get like an a plus grade for me it's like an a minus b plus if you're going to grade the season or say that like you know four out of five stars but a a five out of five in terms of expectations always like a championship but um or or somewhere close to it like a a final appearance or or something like that but i think a four out of five uh is pretty apt if not like a 3.5 out of five right if i was rating this as an uber ride at the end of the season i've four stars you know i'm usually (laughs) a five star guy but uh there there was there was a couple moments there you know a number of losses that could have been draws. I think that that, you know, to be a hard, you know, just look at the the hard report card. That's how I look at it. But overall, the memories, the ability to have a season, since we've been cheated out of actually having a season as fans until this season, um, even though we had a club last season, which was wonderful and something that sustained us a bit it was special. It was magical. And, and, you know, five out of five, six out of five stars just for having a club. And, and thank you to AV and anybody who, who has put uh, all of their efforts and resources into making this happen uh, and everybody at the club. Uh, thank you because this is something we wanted. But um, in terms of performance, four out of five. I like it. Jerry, please. Um, I think for me,
1: my final thought is going to be just that uh you know we we could have done better i feel like it, we left a lot on the table that sh- you know we should have completed uh a a much better season than what we did honestly as as a team i think that also there was a lot of things that plagued us and that weren't part of you know the plans in the beginning of the season and and so it was very difficult to actually get to where we need it to. Uh I do believe that there needs to be some changes going into the 2022 season. I think that as a, a club there will be some changes. Uh it's something clearly is not working uh when it comes to being able to finish games off. Uh but it's almost there and it's an improvement. That's on the team side. Now on the supporter side, I'm going to agree with Drew 100%. I do believe that we Uh, Honestly, did like a 7 out of 5, you know. Um, It was an amazing time to be able to hang out with everybody again and to be at matches this year. And to actually bring the noise the way that we did was just so amazing to see everybody there. Every chance I got in between playing the drums, I would look back and, and, you know, look underneath and look to the sides of me and just see all these happy faces and all these people joining in in the chants or at least trying, and it was just really, really cool. Now, we have a long way to go, and I think this is going to be better and better and better and better. Uh, but this season as a whole felt like a win. Uh, the On the field, the product maybe wasn't a, a full win, but honestly, as a whole, the club, the supporters, the culture, everybody that was around this uh, team this year, and everybody new knew that joined us added so much. Can't wait to add more, man. That's really my final thought is cannot wait to see how much better we can get next season. Steve, final thoughts.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll kind of wrap it up here. And and the first thing I want to say is is thank you. Thank you to all of our members and all of our listeners and all of the loyal supporters. it it really takes a village, right? If 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 me, Drew and Jerry and Daryl started this back in, you know, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, and we, we had this vision and it, you know, we got to the point in, in early twenty twenty and we got you know, nobody joined, it then it was just a pipe dream. But our dream kind of became reality when you guys all bought in, right? It takes a village to create what we've created. And um, I said this a long time ago, like the village we have is amazing. Um, the village that we've created in the, in the community we've built together. Um, and I don't just mean leadership. I mean, everybody, right? So Taylor and Jason and Nick and Corbin, and I'm not going to name everybody here or any, everybody who's contributed, but it, it, it really is. It's not just us. It's everybody, Um, So I just want to say thank you to everybody who puts time and effort and your money into this. Uh, Everybody who's offered to come and help set up who's offered to come and help paint TIFOs and, and play drums. Um, It's, it's, it's all a sacrifice, uh, but it's all for the greatest of goods. Um, You know, when I look back on 2020, Uh, the, you know, March 7th, 2020, we, we all, we, we always keep going back to that. And it's like, well, that was amazing. But this year it was a year of amazing. It wasn't just one game, right? Like all of 2020 and leading into this year, we had one, one night to hold on to. And now we have what, 16, 17, 18 nights to hold on to, um, because we grew this the way that we always wanted to, we finally got our year, uh, to go back and really build this together, um. It, yeah I mean the all uh, you know looking back the thank yous uh they mean a lot i, I will say that I, I know Jerry and drew you guys you guys pipe in here too um the the thank yous mean a lot uh because it is a sacrifice and i I, I do appreciate that um but it, i all I kind of want to say is is thank you to everybody for um for contributing to the community that we've built um. And I, I just, I kind of just can't wait. Uh, it's nice that the, you know, we can take a step back, we can take a break, we can kind of recharge. But um, memberships are coming up soon. Member meetings coming up soon. Um, it's, it's, it's not going to be a long off season. I'll say that. And I, I, I just, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, getting things back going again.
1: Nice. Love
0: it. Yeah. But I, but I. Uh, you
1: have I'll a floating beer, Drew. I,
0: <laughs> but yeah, it, this year has just the growth that we've the, the growth, the growth uh, has been amazing. Um, and, and Jerry, like you said, kind of looking around in the section, uh, one of the last games, um, I, I, I forced myself to leave and go over to the middle of the stadium the other way and kind of look back and just, you know, kind of take it in, you know, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes and just go, wow, this is pretty cool. Uh, it's that, that kind of image in my mind I'll always remember.
2: Yeah, so those those were those were the special moments, and it sounds weird going to the bathroom, um, like yeah. at halftime, right, or right after halftime, and I'd have to walk back, maybe like fiftieth minute or forty ninth minute, right, and usually scores didn't happen then, which was nice, but those were special moments where you could kind of like just stand there at the top of the section or kind of a little bit removed and just say, "This is incredible!" Like what well, what's happening, and and this group of people that was a dream of you know everybody who's in it three years ago. None of this existed. No, you're all a dream. And to be here after everything we've gone through and everything that people said we couldn't make work and that we're a fair weather sports town and people don't give a shit. And um, they're never going to show up and scream their heads off at a sports team because that's not what San Diegans do or whatever. Like who cares? Like this, we all knew what what it could be. And I think everybody's a part of it knew what this, you know, what we wanted. And, and it's so beautiful just to have it. And so, The rocket ship is just fueling up. We haven't even left the planet yet. Everybody's just boarding. So the cool part is next year we get to take off and we'll see where it goes. I think.
1: I like it. Which one of you guys is going to send us off?
2: Uh... I, I will say, uh, out of my favorite host, Jerry is my favorite co-host, so. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <Steve. laughs> uh, actually, I'm, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because he has the buttons that play the music, Steve. No, but <laughs> I sure can control can. <laughs> No, go ahead, so one of you guys. This isn't for, my show anymore. Um.
0: So for <laughs> the season recap episode, um, I think we're going to hang around. You guys down to hang around? Jerry, I want to talk to Jerry around. a bit
2: about what Jerry's up to. Oh,
0: will hang out. We're going to hang around with 92 Minutes In. Um, My name is Steve Brokoff. I'm the president of The Locals. Proud to be so. Um, Signing off for Drew Steck and Jerry Jimenez. Goodbye.